It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Hey there, my awesome friends. My name is Cindy Liming, and I'm here to share easy tips on how you can make your life more awesome. I hope your week is going well thus far. It is 10 p.m., and I'm in bed, and this is my normal recording time. I'm super tired, and I'm hoping to keep the yawning under control. But this podcast is one of my side hustles, so I must hustle, my friends. Otherwise, I guess it wouldn't be called a side hustle if I wasn't hustling. (laughs) And I apologize for not getting this episode out earlier this week. If you've been tuning in, I've been super busy lately. In this episode, I want to tell you about what I learned through all this busyness that I've been going through and how I've conquered a few fears. But first, a break. Welcome back to the show. Over this last weekend, I conquered a few minor fears in my busyness journey that I had over the weekend. Coincidentally, I'm reading a book about fear called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. I'm actually reading it and not listening to it on Audible, if you can believe that. However, it is available on on Audible as an audiobook which I may need to do so I can listen to it in my travel since I travel quite a bit. Since I have it in actual book form, I'm unable to finish it as quickly as I'd like. Typically when I get an audiobook, I can knock those out pretty quick and um, I really enjoy that. But this one's taken me a little more time because it's in actual book form and that would require me to be sitting around and reading, which I don't have a lot of time to do. So, But anyway, if you'd like this book in actual book form, and so far I'm really enjoying it, I will leave the link in the show notes. And again, it's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in this episode. If you'd like to get the audiobook. Audible is offering my listeners a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook download by going to www.audibletrial.com slash your DD of awesome. And I'll also put that link in the show notes as well. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I have not read an actual book for, I don't know, probably as long as I can remember. I love to read, but I never have time to sit down and read a book. So I use Audible all the time while I'm doing other things like driving or doing the dishes. So you might be wondering why is this particular book in book form and not an audiobook? 
I'm super excited to share that reason with you. I discovered a subscription box called Coach Crate. Have you ever looked into getting a subscription box? If not, you should totally do it. Um, you can check out Pinterest, and that's how I've gotten a lot of my subscription boxes. But Pinterest, um, you can find a ton of different kinds. If you don't know what a subscription box is, basically you can get one for any area you're interested in. Once you subscribe to it, they'll send you a box of goodies each month for a, a certain duration of time. They make great gifts too. Like my nieces live in Florida and I'm in Ohio. So at Christmas time, I like to get them a subscription box. So um, they'll get like a little surprise or a book or whatever it is that I, I think I did a craft one one time, crafts for kids. And, um, and so they would get something sent to them. So even though I couldn't like hand deliver a gift to them, um, they would be able to get like a, a little gift each month for like three months and so they really like that and it's a great gift for like um, getting someone that you aren't that you don't live close to so one of my interests is being as awesome as I possibly can each day so I'm big into reading about personal development and with Coach Crate, they have a theme each month, and they send you a book that goes with the theme, a book guide, and it's like a it's like a workbook, and some cute gifty type things. So this month, in addition to the book, I received a small adorable journal, and some really cute post-it notes, and a really cool mug with a saying on it, all about conquering your fears. And I got this as a birthday present for myself. So it's like I get a little birthday gift each month for the next three months. I've only read the first four chapters and I'm really enjoying it so far. And there's a lot of um, different things in the book about conquering your fears. But I'm just going to focus on one for this episode for today. But I discovered one really good takeaway that keeps lingering in the background of my life. And that is this. In order to conquer your fear, you have to do it anyway. And I know it sounds easier said than done, but it's true. And I honestly can't think of any other way to conquer your fears. Once you just do it, the fear will either go away entirely or the more you do it, the fear will lessen with each time you do the thing that is making you experience fear. So are you tired of being fearful of trying something new or out of your comfort zone? Then I'm sorry to say, but the only way to rid yourself of that fear is to actually do whatever you are fearing. And sometimes you can actually force yourself to do it. So this weekend, I set myself up so I had to face my fear. And this probably works best for me, um, and it might work for you. So if you, like, set yourself up so you have to face it, you'll face it, and then you won't have the fear anymore. So I had to fly to Chicago with my son for a basketball tournament, and they didn't win, by the way, but they made it to second place, and it was very exciting. My fear was that I was afraid of being the only responsible adult with the task of getting us both there safely. Typically, I fly with other adults or I travel with other adults, but this time it was just my son and me. And he is 17, almost 18. I don't know why I was so panicky about it. But I was the only, technically the only responsible adult. So, on the plane anyway. So, 
if we ran into any glitches in the plan, it would be totally on me to make decisions. I would not have another adult with me to consult with. Now, by default, there was no getting out of this fear, which again, works for me. He had already committed to playing, the airline tickets were bought, and the hotel was reserved. Now, I know, technically, I could have backed out entirely, but I'm just not like that. I don't like to make plans with people and then cancel them. And I had spent a lot of money on the tickets in the hotel, so um, I really did set myself up so that I could not cancel. My son really wanted to do this. It was an opportunity for him to play with his cousin, and we both would get to know his cousin and, well, actually it would be my cousin too, so our cousin and um, and our family out there much better since we don't really know them that well and we don't really get to see them that often. So in my eyes, there was no turning back, and we did it. We made it to Chicago and back without any major catastrophes. And guess what? The next time I either have to fly alone or be the only responsible adult on a trip, I won't be as fearful of it. And I also know that the more and more I do it, the fear will eventually go away altogether. I also have this slight fear when it comes to talking to others that don't really know. If you'd like to hear about how I cope with that in more detail, hop on over to episode 41 where I talk about the little bit of social anxiety that I have. Um, I talk about that in detail and how I cope with it. So if you want to hear about that, go on over to episode 41. On this trip, I would be surrounded by people I did not know well, pretty much the entire time. The cousin that my son got to play with in the tournament and his family are actually kind of new to us. Um, We've met, we met them at a family reunion last year. And now, not only would I be around them all weekend at the tournament, I was also relying on them for rides back and forth to the gym. And they also wanted to take us out to dinner, which was so much fun. But if you have a little bit of social anxiety, or if you have a lot, then you know that this is a very fearful or anxious situation. Because I would be required to like, you know, have conversation with people that I don't know really well. And again, I know I could have backed out of the whole thing, but I didn't because, again, I set myself up to be in a situation where I couldn't back down because if I did, I would have let down my son, who actually is very social, and my family if I backed out. So I I didn't want to let anyone down. I really don't like to do that. But guess what? I did it, and I was successful. I used my own advice from episode 41, and we had the best time. We had wonderful conversation, and we laughed a lot, which is one of my favorite things to do. And we just simply enjoyed each other's company. I did it. I had a good conversation in a social situation with people that I did not know well. And my family, little did I know, they are so outgoing and fun and hilarious and They are great conversationalists. Um, It comes very naturally to them. Uh, So it made it a lot easier on me. But it was great. I made some memories with this side of my family. And I miss them already, if you can believe that. It's only been three days since we saw them. But I already miss them. Like, that's how much we bonded over the weekend. And everything went so well. And honestly, I really, really, really wish we lived closer. 
another fear that I had, and I think this is a common one, and uh, that's getting a tattoo. I really wanted one, and I was always afraid that it would hurt. Actually, I know that it would hurt, (laughs) and I wanted one for a really, really long time. I thought that if I waited, and I know this sounds ridiculous, but I thought if I waited, like someone would come up with a way to like knock me out and then tattoo me. Like, you know, like when you get knocked out for surgery, because I really wanted one and I really wanted to be knocked out, but they don't do that apparently. (laughs) Or perhaps someone would find a way to like numb me, like when you get your teeth pulled and then tattoo me, like numb that area of my body and then tattoo me. But they also don't do that. At least I didn't find anyone that's willing to do that. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't ask because it would have felt really ridiculous asking that question because I know there's like a rite of passage when you get a tattoo. So I didn't want to mess with that whole thing. I got one and my first one was a very small one a few years ago. And literally, I just like on the fly went and I did it. And in my last episode, I talked about how I will go ahead with something without much thought, because if I think, then I will think myself right out of it. And that was something that I was afraid to do. And I know myself, if I think about it, I'm, I'm not going to do it. It's just how I am. Um, I tend to overthink a lot of things and it keeps me from taking risks so anymore I just don't even think about it I just dive right in so um so I knew that in order to get my tattoo that I always wanted I'd have to just jump in and do it and that's also like what I did with Chicago when we were invited there I just said sure and we went like I just didn't think much about it until I actually had to (laughs) so same thing with the tattoo I just made the decision to get it and I made the appointment and I got it and I won't lie it hurts and actually now I have six and it only hurt in some of the places out that that's the truth it doesn't actually hurt everywhere so if you're thinking of getting one um you can uh you can leave me a message on Facebook or something because um I'll be happy to tell you where it doesn't hurt <laughs> and where it does. But um, but in a nutshell, I'll, I will say this. The foot really hurts. Um, and actually, I have one on my shoulder blade, and that one actually wasn't all that bad. Um, but I got one, and I was afraid it would hurt, and it does. But after I got the first one, I'm no longer afraid. So like all my other tattoos after that, I really didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. I just made the appointment and I went and I, I didn't even freak out really at all. Like even the one on my foot, um, although it hurt, I, I didn't freak out. And that was something that I was fearful of. Um, and I've definitely, I definitely conquered that fear because now it doesn't, doesn't bother me at all to get a tattoo. (laughs) So is there something that you fear? And if there is, and you would like it to stop, that feeling, that sick feeling of being fearful, the only way it's going to stop, if you jump in and do it. And then you won't have to feel that fear anymore. And according to the book, that's pretty much the only way you're going to conquer your fears. Um, I am only on chapter four, and there are other things that they talk about about when it comes to fear, because I know some fears are things that you that can't control. So I guess I'm basically focusing more on fears that you can control. Um, So obviously, there are some stipulations on this. But, um, but anyway, uh, that is what I've discovered. The only way 
You just have to jump in and do it. And I don't know, maybe thinking things through would be a good idea. Um, I just know for myself, thinking things through when it comes to risks, I probably wouldn't take any risks if I thought it through too much. So, so if you found this episode to be helpful, please hit subscribe and share. And I would love to continue this conversation in my Facebook group. So if you haven't joined or if you haven't made any posts or commented on it, um, I really do enjoy talking to my listeners through there. And the site for that is www.facebook.com slash groups slash Y-D-D-O-A. And you can also find me on Instagram at your DD of Awesome or on Twitter at Cindy Liming. And Cindy is spelled C Y N D I. Liming is L I M I N G. And thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys get a nice rest. And if you are listening to this during the day, I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.